Hi there guys and welcome to today's live stream. We're going to be talking about how you can engage your core properly when you're doing some of the more advanced uh, exercises uh, to rehab your low back pain. So a really, really important part of any rehab, getting that correct engagement through that midsection and the other muscles when we're doing those other exercises. Uh, so please do stay tuned for today's live. We're going to be going through uh, a number of different topics, which I'll get into in a second. And before we get into the sort of the main meat of today's live stream, if you're new to the channel, please do consider subscribing. Uh, we'll, we'll do these live streams every single weekday. We do Q and A at the end of the live stream every single time. And I've got Lara behind the camera. She'll be helping us out with questions. So if you've got any questions as we're going through this, particularly with the technique and the specific bits and pieces we're gonna be covering, then please do post those in the comments below. And at the end of the live stream, I'm gonna go through a little drill that you guys can do with me on the live stream, or if you're watching this after the fact at the same time, just so you can really feel what I'm talking about when we're talking about this core engagement. So really, really important. And with that being said, let's get into today's live stream. All right, guys, so um, this is one of the really big mistakes that I think holds a lot of people back in their rehab. And we've done a few uh, virtual consultation calls and seeing patients in the clinic over the years, they really make this mistake. And there's a certain group of people that make this mistake when they're moving on to their rehab. So I'll, I'll, I'll cover that sort of with who this video is specifically for. And then we'll talk a little bit about how effective rehab works in your body, how we need to have an effective mechanism for engaging these muscles. And that's really, really important. And why, maybe if you've been guilty of this mistake unbeknownst to you in the past, why it's maybe resulted in your back pain in the first place, and more importantly, why you maybe relapse and um, have a bit more of a uh, treacherous journey of rehab where you know people start to get a little bit concerned. Can I get back into where, where I was before those sorts of activities because I keep having these relapses? And quite often, the things I'm gonna cover in today's video will really reveal why you've maybe been uh, getting caught out as you return to exercise. So very very important. We'll talk a little bit about weight and speed and resistance and the use of those, or more importantly, the incorrect use of those uh, in that particular uh, target group in terms of who's at risk and who this video is for. And then, as I said in the intro to this video, we're going to talk a little bit about a practice drill at the end so you guys can get up out of your chair if you're watching this on the sofa and we can do this particular exercise together. You can follow along. Uh, super easy one, works quite well, and you can sort of play around with it after the video as well to see how uh, you can really focus on on getting that midsection engaged. So uh, if you're in our Back in Shape membership uh, area, then this is really for, for you if you're thinking about moving into the phase three, maybe you're partway through phase two, it's gonna be really relevant for you because as we get into that phase three, we start to add in resistance bands, etc., And this is where this mistake can really uh, catch people out. So uh, with that being said, Let's get straight into it. Who is this video for? I've kind of already touched on that. It's going to be those of you that are moving into phase three. You've made a bit of progress. You're not necessarily in that much back pain anymore. You've started doing what we would classify as those phase two exercises. We've got a bit of core stability back. We're making some improvement and we're starting to move into some of the more dynamic exercises uh, in, in what we would call phase three. So there may be some ab rotations, which is the specific exercise I'm gonna show you guys a drill for later on. And we really wanna make sure that we're getting that sort of brain to core or brain to muscle engagement. It's very, very important when we're doing this. And um, 
the importance of this is restoring some of that connection or maybe even building it in the first place because the main reason that a lot of or one of the big reasons which i'm going to go into today we've covered a lot of causes of back pain over the course of these live streams that we've been doing now for a good couple of months but one of the contributing factors is this lack of proper control and one of the key groups of people is the, the slightly more active people maybe the the and, and in the clinic anyway from specific experiences so quite often the sort of the bigger guys that kind of just want to plow ahead and do these things maybe you've been to the gym they've done sort of the big pec work and the leg work etc but quite often there's this failure to properly engage and that really gets people caught out because they're not engaging some of these smaller, more controlling muscles when they're doing specific exercises. They're just using the larger muscle groups and therefore it creates weaknesses. And if we've got a lot of strong units, say we've got the pecs, we've got some of the muscles up here that are very, very strong, but then we have a few weak links because we're not engaging correctly. That's when the sort of the chain of, of muscles and, and ligaments and tendons and bones and joints can start to have these weaknesses that then go and are difficult to sort of re uh, recover from. So on the board, I've written it behind me here. Why do people get injured? And this is really the thing I wanted to cover on on today's live stream. It is that topic of a lack of uh, proper control over the muscles and the movement as well. It's these ineffective movement patterns. And it's, it's, it starts to become much more exploited when we start to use resistance. So I touched on the ab rotation exercise in the early part of this video as being one where we start to use those resistance bands to stimulate our core and get them working effectively. But all too often we get people coming into the clinic and, and, and I've spoken to a few guys on, on some of the virtual consultations that we've done and in the Facebook group. And some people are moving on to some of the higher resistance bands um, in their rehab work. And it's just way too premature. We're making the mistake of using weight speed or resistance instead of control so people say oh well mike i can't feel it when i use the yellow band this that's the weakest one that's the level one out of five band i can't feel it so i've knocked the bands up three times um you know and i'm now on the black band and i'm there thinking i don't use the black band you know and i do these exercises day in day out to show patients etc and and it's really is with some of these exercises where we're targeting into a specific a specific group of muscles, say it's the core, if we do, if I just jump up quickly for you guys, if we've got the, the ab rotation and I just use my legs and my, and my big and the stronger muscle groups to do this rotation, I'm not getting anything through here. Absolutely nothing. But, but I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the weight and I'm going, oh, I'm doing well today. I'm using the black band or I'm using whichever band it is. That black band is number five. Um, and, and you're utilizing weight, resistance, or speed in, in some of the phase two exercises to trick yourself into thinking you're further along on the rehab process than you necessarily are. And we also see this, the other core, core exercise that we see this mistake in so commonly is going to be those dead bugs, that phase two exercise where people are on their back and their legs are going out, bang, 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 bang. And there's just not that proper control. So I had a, uh, uh, a guy in the clinic uh, last week who was uh, the big, strong guy, um, very, very sort of athletic in, in, his, in his background and got him doing the dead bugs and really focusing on that engagement uh, immediately, as soon as we started the exercise, before the legs had even come up, and all of a sudden he's like, "Whoa, this is this is hard. This is a challenging exercise." And this is an, a former athlete that's, that's immediately aware of 
when you engage those muscles correctly and move into the position to start and then do the exercise slowly, it dramatically increases the effectiveness of that exercise, but also allows you to feel what it's supposed to feel like. So really, really, really don't make this mistake of using resistance, weight, or speed to increase the uh, effectiveness of your exercise because it just doesn't work like that. Make sure that you can go back to basics. And, and as I'm gonna demonstrate later on in this video, even just shadowing the exercise, you should be able to give yourself a bit of cramping in these muscles. If I got you there, to, even with your bicep, to just really flex it really nicely, properly, and do about 15 to 20 of those, like even just doing that, you can feel that that muscle's already getting a little bit tired or getting a little bit activated and a little bit crampy. That's, that's what a cramp is, it's an uncontrolled reaction. And we're trying to really focus that reaction and that, and that contraction in that muscle when we're doing these exercises so we can almost get ourselves to cramp up when we're doing this exercise without any weight. And if we can't do that, we want to really just take a step back and, and reevaluate our technique to make sure we're doing this correctly. And there are limits of what we can do with you guys from a, a virtual standpoint. We try and be as helpful as possible on these live streams and give you these tips, but sometimes it requires a little bit of work at home just to reflect every now and then on the effectiveness of our, of our technique to make sure we stay the course and we avoid these little relapses, uh, you know, from, from side to side. Oh, don't, don't go off a little bit too far this way with too much resistance too quickly. And don't do my exercises too fast because that way we could end up getting caught out so very very important now i'm gonna go through this little exercise with you guys now so if you're ready clear a little bit of space i just want you guys to stand up so if you're watching on your phone or on your computer just stand up and we'll do this exercise we're going to do the ab rotation now the ab rotation i'll just demonstrate it for you guys here is going to be we, we would ordinarily we'd have a band in a door in, a, in the door anchor and that would be, be really good uh, and what we're going to do is pretend we're holding it over here and we're going to rotate round okay now when a lot of people do this they might shift off to the one side you see i'm translating a lot to the side it's not we've got to imagine we've got a rod through us and we're just rotating around some people also go too far so again we're you we're losing some of that technique when we're doing this so we're going from over here I've got a, a triangle, my, my, my chest is in the middle of my hands and I'm not moving across my body like this. It's just here and then it's to there. Just a rotation from this section here. And what we're trying to do is you guys will all know the core engagement. We draw this core in nice and tight and hold it strong here. And that's the first thing we do. We've got a strong, stable base. We're not stood like a pencil. We stood with a, a strong base in the legs. So everything's strong. We stood up nice and tall, core engaged. We come to the starting position and then we just rotate across. And you're really trying to squeeze it in here as we're rotating round. You see, I kind of get stuck here. I can't go any further. I could lose it and twist round like that, but we're not trying to do that. This isn't a golf swing, okay? This will help your golf swing if you get it right. So just bear that in mind. I know there's a few of you that play golf, so just bear that in mind. So nice and tight through here. And as we go around, we squeeze here, and then we come back and we squeeze here. And you should, as you're doing, say just 10 of these, even just rotating without the arms, you should start to be able to feel, if we just do a couple more, coming round to the side, really feeling it in here, as we come round again, you'll start to feel, I keep going while I'm talking to you, if you're watching this and doing this in real time, as you're doing this more and more and you're really focusing on that engagement, you're gonna to start to feel those core muscles actually starting to cramp up a little bit. I know I can see Lara doing it, the other side of the camera, but you really have to focus on engaging those muscles at the end. And if I use the example of my arm, really squeeze that contraction from the muscles that we're trying to work. 
and many of you guys doing this. I know when I do it in person, it's a little bit easier to go through, but I've done it on a couple of the live streams with some of you guys, and you go, oh, I can start to feel it. Because you're not on both sides. Yeah, 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 no, you will do, you will do. I'm just focusing on that, that twist, but the point is you've done that a couple of times now. You should really feel a little bit different in that midsection. If you're watching this right now and you're doing this and you're back on the laptop or back on the computer, post in the comments below to let us know if you guys could feel it in the core. If it got you a little bit out of breath, I know I'm talking at the same time as I'm doing these, but really you should start to feel that in that midsection, in that core, in the muscles that we've used. And it's no different on any of the other exercises, be them some of the upper body ones or even the leg ones. Really focus on, on just with shadowing without even using any weight, actually feeling those muscles working effectively. And then you know that when you're adding in weight, it's going to be even more effective for you. So hopefully that's been pretty helpful. I just run back through a, a sort of a brief overview of what we've covered, and then we'll get into Q&A straight afterwards. And I've got a little announcement for you guys as well. So I'll quickly cover that before uh, we get into that. So the, the main people, if you're watching this, the person this is for is that person who's moving into phase three, what we call phase three, where we've had back pain in the past, we're making a little bit of progress and we're starting to do some more compound-based exercises to challenge our body. And, and, and we really want to avoid doing using too much resistance, too much weight, or too much, too much speed in our exercises because we're not engaging properly and we just offset that by adding more weight. Go back to shadowing those exercises really feel it even if you do five or ten reps just before you do your workout and i know my core i can feel it right now as i'm sat here talking to you guys um, but shadow those exercises start to feel it and then get into your proper weighted work but that way i think you guys are going to find you get much 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 more effective workouts you'll also start to re sort of switch back on again some of that connection and some of that engagement in your body, which is only going to help protect your back for the long term as you're going through this rehab process and well beyond. A lot of people ask us questions about how can I maintain this? How can I keep this progress that I've got? Maybe you're in uh, the back in shape and you're on phase three. Um, and this is one of those ways, making sure that we don't skip ahead of the rehab and start using too much in the way of weight too prematurely. So that's really important. On the topic of the announcement, it's a really exciting one. We're gonna be uh, running a giveaway later this week. Um, um, so we'll have more announcements on that, but really, really exciting. So make sure you are subscribed to the channel. I think it's going to be the back end of this week. We'll announce a little bit more in terms of the details of that. So a giveaway. So someone, someone of our subscribers will win this uh, this thing. I'll talk more about it then, though. So do do keep tuned. Move over to Q and A. Okay, uh, brilliant morning, everybody. Um, Ollie has asked a question here. Uh, would you recommend any other core exercises or are the dead bugs, the bridges and the rotations enough to work the key areas you want to work? Um, so the whole purpose of sort of the back in shape program is that we work the core in a way that makes sense, uh, makes sense in terms of the way we need it to work in the short term for your back pain and makes sense in terms of the way in which the core actually functions on a daily basis. Um, so I would say there's not really any need to do any other exercises, any other type of core exercises, um, because they're just, it's adding unnecessary complexity. Um, I know some of you guys will want a little bit of a different workout from time to time, and, and I understand that, but one of the big problems that we face, especially in that phase two area of the, the Back in Shape program, or, or what we would call phase two of a rehab program period, uh, you know, period um, is that when you start adding in too much fruitiness, you know, too many different variations, people struggle um, to get a handle on those basic exercises and do them correctly. 
why add 16 different variations of the same exercise for, 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 for fun when it takes you long enough to get a handle on one correctly? The important thing is that an exercise that we're doing is done correctly. That's why we try and use simplicity in the program and in the exercises, because we don't want too much variation in the early days. Variation comes in what we call phase three, which is why we're putting together additional workouts right now. Uh, this is sort of what, July, July 2020. That's why we're putting together additional workouts for the phase three. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to phase one and phase two, do the basics, do them well, do them right. Focus on getting that technique. And some people, even with the simple core engagement, which is the very first exercise we recommend people do, it takes them a bit of time to get a handle on that. So adding in you know, 16 different exercises for the core, that's 16 different ways people could make 16 different mistakes on each exercise. So we really don't want to add too much variation, especially in the early stages of the rehab program. We see patients all the time coming in with the printed out exercises they've been given from XYZ practitioner or you know, osteophysio, chiro, whatever. And there's about, you know, a laundry list. It looks like they're going shopping. They've got that many exercises there. And I go, do you know how to do all of these? Are you doing them correctly? Oh, I don't know. I just got given them. So simplicity sometimes really, really works. And when it comes to back pain, it really does. And for for the for, for the members that are in the phase one or starting out in phase two, I know yep. that some people still do struggle with how do you engage your core, core yep. properly. Would you mind just going through, you know, the breathing out on that last little bit of breath? Oh, the candle. Yes, the candle. Yeah, so um, really I'll just really jump up for you guys. So when we're doing the core exercise, we want to want to learn how to breathe, and a lot of people lose this uh, this skill as they are, you know, passing the age of about ten. Um, and the older you are, the longer you've probably been doing this wrong, so bear that in mind. Now, when we breathe in, and maybe do this with me, as you breathe in, you imagine the, lung, the air's coming down, the lungs are expanding down, and what's that gonna do to this content? It's gonna push it out. So as we breathe in, tummy comes out. And as we breathe out, everything comes back in, so it's and it comes all the way in. I'm not pushing, it's going in anyway. I'm just demonstrating you guys like to you guys and then when we get all the way out we breathe out all we can we then breathe, take an extra little breath and we go and it just engages see i just did that a little more i went in it went in further it didn't go like this okay big difference we're focusing on engaging that corset like um corset like sort of contraction uh, the easiest way for you to imagine what this might feel like and visualize it in your head uh, and I've said this time and time again on the lives, is using a, imagine you're wearing a corset and you've got the strings on the back and you breathe all the way out and the person's slowly tightening up. And then that little candle bit is them just pulling a little bit harder on the strings at the back to really get that last bit of air out of your lungs by using your core. The core muscles are what's called accessory muscles of respiration, which means that when we're trying to, um, massively inhale so get that last bit of the lungs filled that 95 90 to 100 percent that top range we use the accessory muscles up here that's our neck muscles like that okay and when we're looking to breathe all the way out we use our accessory muscles of respiration which is some of the midsection muscles the core muscles and a few others that help just squeeze that last bit of air out of our lungs so we're using that that breath to help you learn what it feels like to do the exercise. Kind of like what we've just discussed in, the, in terms of the more advanced exercises on the core exercises earlier, by shadowing and just practicing in a simple way, having these little tricks that you can use in your mind 
can help you accidentally feel what it's supposed to feel like. And then once you've accidentally felt it, you can start accidentally feeling it more, and then you can start consciously engaging it and getting it a little bit more effective uh, in terms of the, that core, core contraction. So that's that's pretty much it on that one. Okay, awesome. Kim has just left a comment on YouTube saying, thank you, Michael, got it at last. Amazing. Okay. Was that with the, with that with the uh, vacuum? I'm not engagement. Today, okay. Well, good. I'm glad. I'm glad you got it. I'm glad you got it. Um, uh, Kate has said on Facebook, I have actually gone right back to the start again, as I know I was not engaging my core tightly enough. It is really hard to actually feel uh, as if it's actually doing something at last, even though it's only a few reps. Um, so I don't know whether she means she's going back and just doing the core as well as... Yeah, it sounds uh, like just, just taking a step back uh, to, to make sure we're doing it right. And sometimes it is necessary to go back over the basics, you know, um, that, that, is, that is appropriate. Uh, to just make sure you're doing it correctly and remind yourself. Okay, sometimes so we get a bit we get a bit sidetracked on some of the more advanced exercises because they're a little bit more enjoyable. Um, so that's worth bearing in mind. So if somebody is on phase three, mm -hmm. do you recommend that from time to time they might go back and do the phase one and just re-engage? Well, well everyone that's on phase three should be doing the phase one routine really at least once a day okay remember that guys that's really really important quite often and this is this is actually really worth me, me no, mentioning we put we talk a lot of uh, a lot about um doing the phase when you move into fate from phase one to phase two everyone's very anxious they're very nervous oh i'm I, you know i'm starting to do exercise again proper exercises and they get nervous so they keep doing they do the phase one phase two phase one thing during the day or maybe alternate which is which is awesome that's exactly what we recommend um especially if you're a little bit nervous nervous and even if they're not nervous they go straight into sort of just doing phase two with phase one either side you know permanently rather than alternating uh, one day one on one day off but what we notice when people go into phase three is it gets a lot more enjoyable as many of you guys will be able to say i'm thinking of you guys in, in mind in particular and it, it is enjoyable um but we have to recognize that when we're doing phase three and we're using our muscles a lot more, we're doing a lot more, we're getting a lot more work done, expending a lot more energy, using the muscles a lot more actively. And you'll feel that in terms of sweat, et cetera. You know, you can feel you're working harder. People often then neglect the phase one and that leads to issues because what happens is, you remember this guys from uh, what we've talked about in terms of getting out of back pain, it's falling down again. We want to keep these hips nice and mobile. And if we're doing a lot of leg-based work and strength-based work to really start to build that, that, that core stability to protect this back, if we're not careful and we're not doing the phase one from time to time, our hips are going to start to tighten up again and we're not going to have that nice good flexibility through the hip muscles and therefore the hip joint is not going to move as well. And then our back starts having to do a bit more work again and then that builds up over the course of a week or two and then we start to get a bit of discomfort in the back again. So we have to make sure that we are still doing you know, even just the basic phase one uh, stretches and towel and, and occasionally a little bit of ice as well to make sure that we don't neglect ourselves. Stretching is important um, as, as well, especially as we start doing more physical activity. You will notice it starts to build up a little bit of stiffness if you're not careful. Okay, brilliant. Um, Marie on YouTube has said, oh my God, I've got it. Thank you. She said, this awesome. 
Uh, I'm about to go into phase two, but I need some guidance. Um, Good work. I think she's a premium member, so please okay. do. Yeah, comment. Like, Facebook yeah, group. yeah. More than happy to help. If you guys are in the in the Facebook group, um, and and again, even if you're not in the Facebook group and you're and you're in the premium membership, just create a Facebook account, just some version of Facebook account, just so you benefit, because lots of lots of you guys are really active in there and and engage, ask questions, etc. You can comment on the videos that we do, and it, I think. Well, I, I think I'm a little bit biased, but from the feedback that we get, I think we get, um, it really helps a lot of you guys get even more guidance and support. And that's why we put it together. It's a way of interacting and us helping you further, especially our premium members. You know, we want to be able to give you as much as possible, as much information and as much support as possible. So definitely get in the Facebook group, ask some questions. If you're if you're curious or, or nervous about any of the particular exercises, you can go into the unit section, but on the Facebook group, there's that whole uh, little video that we shot in terms of how you can navigate around the Facebook group. I know a few people uh, missed out a few of the specific details like the whole unit section or the post topics. So there's tons of information there which will really help you guys. Okay, brilliant. Hope that helps, Marie. Um, yes. Karen has asked, are these core exercises great for anyone or would you recommend other exercises if you're not currently getting back pain? I think you did touch on that earlier. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 phase, the phase three stuff is good for everybody. Okay. Um, there's, there's no reason to do anything different. I mean, you still, you, you know, you might, you, you might be a bit more intense with the exercises um but there's no reason to do anything different it doesn't nothing changes once you once you don't have back pain if you're still trying to look after yourself and keep your keep your back core and uh sorry keep your back core keep your back strong and your core strong um the the phase three is really getting to a point where it's a general well-being workout and it's there to help you have a little workout we all know that Doing a bit of exercise regularly is really important for a number of a number of factors, not just our back, our general health, our circulatory system, our mindset, our stress levels, etc. Working out is important, and having a you know thirty minute workout that you can do that's effective, that's safe, and that's simple is really really important. And you don't need to add too much complexity to it. It'll work for everybody. Okay, brilliant. I think um, last question here is from Joe. He yep. said, is it okay that when I engage my core tightly, it can reduce my range uh, during these exercises? Yes, That's yes. That's kind of what you want, right? Yeah, yeah. So you'll notice, um, I did it at the start, okay? I'll just demonstrate one last time for you guys. So if I don't engage anything and I do a rotation, I can do all this. See this? This is what a lot of people start off doing. I'm swinging, you know, it's, it's, it's where the choreography might look good, but, but everything else doesn't. And just because nothing's engaged, nothing at all. I'm not isolating. Remember we, why we're doing this exercise. We're doing it to stimulate this section. Me twisting like that is doing absolutely nothing. My legs are moving. So when we engage, and I know a few, a few of the guys, I can't remember who it was, in the premium was talking about this, this happening with the squats, actually engaging, limiting the squat range, which is good. Because what we're doing is we're engaging here, and then we're starting over here. And... and we can't go, if I just hold here, I can't go any further unless I lose the engagement. So when we engage the core, we're going from here to here. That, that's, that's kind of it, that's as far as we're going. We're not going any further than that. So by, gain, by engaging the core, we can focus the range of motion to the area that we want. And this goes back to using too much resistance incorrectly. Because what happens is you're not using the muscles properly and you're not engaging the core and the other muscles properly and we're not isolating the joint properly therefore we just add a lot of resistance and do it badly so you will find that your your range of motion limits just like with a hamstring stretch for example if we do the hamstring stretch correctly and we pivot from the hip boom that, that we've got the hamstring stretched doing this 
is only a good way to stretch everything else and make things worse. We want to isolate to the area that we're trying to treat. It's basically like coloring within the lines. When we're doing these exercises, we want to color within the, the line of the section that we are trying to color red or blue or whatever color. We don't want to start brushing over the other, over the other areas. If you've ever done a painting by numbers or coloring by numbers, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Stay within the borders. And that's what we're talking about when we're doing, engaging these core muscles and doing these exercises properly. We're staying within the borders and doing things properly. And it looks better. And, and you'll agree with that if you've done the colouring by numbers. Okay. <laughs> so. okay, perfect. So I think that's it for today. We have uh, awesome. on the on the uh, private Facebook group. We have put up all the lives as well. Yes. Um, yes. On the on the announcement, um, welcoming all of the new members too. Yep. Uh, so tomorrow, I think we're live again, eight forty-five. Eight forty-five tomorrow. Yes. 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 Awesome. Well, hopefully you guys have found this video helpful. Hopefully that sort of demonstration, that little tip, uh, was really useful for you guys to better understand and feel what we're talking about when we talk about. Uh, Sort of engaging the core effectively again if you're new to the channel uh, and you find this useful please do consider subscribing hitting the notification bell you'll want to do that anyway because of later this week us uh, talking about that competition that we're running the giveaway which should be really really good for you guys really exciting we'll have more details to follow and if you find these videos useful please do consider them consider sharing them uh, with someone you know that may benefit from doing these exercises maybe a, a friend of yours is has back pain that's recurrent just send them one of our videos that you think would be helpful for them and hopefully they can benefit too because quite often there's a lot of information out there that really just doesn't help people and gets them worse so we don't want any of that and if we can help them uh, or you can help them through us then that would be awesome so thanks a lot for watching guys have a great afternoon enjoy what looks to be a lovely day and we will see you tomorrow with another live stream